Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Ladies Talk Podcast. We're so excited you guys are here. It's a beautiful day. I yeah. hope you guys made it through the hot week. It was a rough one this it week. It was hard. 107, pretty much the whole week. So it was yeah. it was pretty rough. But it was. hopefully you guys were able to stay hydrated and end up enjoying the rain this weekend. Yes. Here in Oklahoma, we had a few nice showers, and I think we're going to have some the next couple of days. So yes. that'll be... Our electric went out again this it morning. Did. <laughs> it did. Actually, it went out last night, and we didn't know it until about six this morning. Oh, yeah. Well, but it came up. on about nine. So, so praise was, God for that. It's <laughs> yeah, cool weather, so praise God. Absolutely. Well, um, we're excited to be here, of yeah. course, as always, to share with you guys. And you guys know we're constantly on this uh, journey of growth. And yes. so um, we won't be on here long, but I wanted to, to ask a question because it's something I've been pondering in my own life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was talking to a friend the other day and, you know, my heart was kind of saddened because... Um, there were some things in their life that, honestly, from the outside looking in, you could tell were reasons why they kind of stopped pursuing Jesus, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Quit going to church, quit mm-hmm. participating in the groups they were participating in. And, you know, there's seasons for everything. But, but sometimes, you know, you can tell when people are doing things that are kind of just, they're just not lining up with God. You know, they're not keeping them in places where they hear from God, where they're growing, where they're challenged. Yeah. And I could tell that that's what was happening in this person's life. And it made me sad because, you know, I'm not perfect. I I have my ways, but I've told you guys before, you know, I need Jesus. Yes. And that's why I stay in his presence. That's why I stay at church. That's why I stay in church communities because, you know, if all I did was hang around people because I'm, and I'm just going to be honest, you guys, my, my natural inclination, like my, me and my flesh not serving Jesus would be you know, smoking all day, drinking all day, partying all day, because I like to hang out, you know what I mean, and, and to me, but there's no purpose in that, there's no fulfillment of the kingdom in that, and so, you know, it's important to me that I hang around with people who have a kingdom mentality, who have the mentality for not just what's happening here on earth, but to store up riches in heaven, you know, and, and to follow Jesus, and to love God, and to be able to share the gospel wherever we go and so being surrounded by those type of people are important to me yes i always tell people to hang around people who are going to encourage you who are going to speak into your life yeah and if you're not hanging around with somebody you need to hang around with somebody who encourages you that speaks into your life Mm -hmm. because not hanging around with people is just as bad as hanging around with the wrong people it is because you're not putting anything in your life that's going to help you grow right and what's that scripture you always say you know being renewed um daily like it it, by your mind um don't be conformed yeah don't be conformed to the ways of the world you know let me just tell you your mind is naturally conformed to the world and so when you don't spend time in christ or in the body of Christ, or in church, or reading the word, or listening to the word, or any of that stuff, then yes. you don't have anything to compare what your current mindset is, right. you know, so you just kind of go off of what you think, and you think what what your thoughts are are right, and that's not correct. That's right. We, we don't naturally think right. That's why we need the word of God to tell yes. us, like, yes. by the spirit, that this is what is correct. This is the way we should be looking at things. This is the way we should be yes. handling things, yes. you know, where we would say, oh, you know, if somebody hits you, you hit them back. You know, the Bible says, turn the other cheek, you know, where we would say an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, you know, right. the Bible says, don't do that, the you know. The Bible says, vengeance is the Lord's. That's right, so. and so, you know, there, there are just so many things in, in the Bible that you begin to learn whenever you read it and you learn about yourself and the way you might react to something 
And they're like, oh, that's not God's heart. Yeah. You know, that's not what he wants. That's not his desire, you know. There's so many things it talks about. It yeah. talks about if somebody wants your shirt, give them all your clothes. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if somebody wants this, you do tenfold right. for them, you know. Uh, love it, God, love others. Exactly. You know, it, it says, you know, if somebody borrows money, give it to them and don't expect it back. That's right. And most of us give it to them like, you better have my money, you know. Yeah. Da, da, da. Yes. But, you know, the Bible says give it without expect- that's right. expecting it back. Because that's, that's right. the heart that you should give it in. Yes. You know, if you're going to you're gonna too, lend money, you know, that you should be in that, that attitude and that posture in your heart that I don't need to expect it back. Yes. You know, and they pay you back great, but it's not something that's going to burden you. Or put a like a halt on their relationship, you know, because you were expecting it back and, and something happened. Yes. Um, but, you know, so I was thinking in after I had the conversation with my friend the other day, um, I started thinking about the story in the Bible about the rich young ruler. Good story. I've heard this story a bunch and um, I'm going to go through and read it for you guys because, you know, it's the Bible. So, of course. We want to know what the Bible says about this. Yes. Also, hey, a little plug here. Um, if you don't have a physical Bible, you guys go out and find a physical Bible. Yes. Um, it is It is definitely, when we talk about the last days, it is definitely getting closer. And um, I learned last week that there are people in China, I think he said China, that are translating the Bible and changing what it says. Mm-hmm. Um, in the story uh, where the woman was caught in adultery and she was yanked out into the square to be stoned and Jesus wrote in the sand and told the people around there, those without sin cast the first stone. Mm -hmm. And then one by one they dropped their stones and they left and he looked at the woman and he said, woman, where are your condemners? Where are your accusers? And he he said, go forth and sin no more. Well, the way that they're rewriting it says that Jesus stoned her to death. Oh, my God. And that's not accurate. That's not accurate. That's not accurate. If you study biblical mm-hmm. truth, if you study biblical history, you will find out the accuracy of the Bible is very, very accurate in the stories that were told, in the books that it came from, mm-hmm. and in their translations. It is very, very accurate if you go back and study the history. Yes. But it's important that we know the word for ourselves. Yes. Also, I just want to share because... I realized this one time, when you are looking up something, if you look it up on your phone, look at the different choices you have of where it comes from. Mm-hmm, right. Because there's different ones, Latter-day Saints, and, and different ones that you go to, like Bible Hub or Bible... Different Bible. websites. Yes. You know, there, you can so, go to Jehovah's Bible and think yes. you're reading the real Bible, yeah. and just something as small as one word differences yeah. Yeah, so, in there, and, and, and it's not the truth. It's yeah. the truth, but not the truth. It's the misconception. And so, so pay attention to what yeah. you're doing is all I'm saying. Be aware of where you're getting your information from. Absolutely. That's so good. And so I just want to encourage you guys, you know, now while the Bible is out and it still is true to what it is before yes. people start coming and corrupting and, and get you a Bible that you ha- can not, you don't have to look up on your phone, that you can carry right. in person, that you have to refer to when, you know, if, right. if if ever, you know, they get taken away yes. or they get changed here in America, you know, that we would have access to our own Bibles That's here. Right. So, yeah. um, Amen. okay, so it's actually, the story is in Mark 10 and it starts in verse 17. And this is a story of the rich young ruler. So I'm mm-hmm. going to read it real quick. Okay. Good. It says, as he was leaving on his journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, good teacher, 
you who are essentially good and morally perfect, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? That is eternal salvation in the Messiah's kingdom. Now, just so you know, I'm reading from the Amplified Version, so it adds some extra stuff in here just for expounding on the meaning. Um, verse 18, Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is essentially good by nature except God alone. You know the commandments, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not testify falsely, do not defraud, honor your father and mother. And he replied to him, Teacher, I have carefully kept all these commandments since my youth. Looking at him, Jesus felt a love, a high regard and compassion for him. And he said to him, You lack one thing. Go and sell all your property and give the money to the poor, and you will have abundant treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. Becoming my disciple, believing and trusting in me, and walking the same path of life that I walk. But the man was saddened at Jesus' words, and he left grieving, because he owned much property and had many possessions, which he treasured more than his relationship with God. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How difficult it will be for those who are wealthy and cling to possessions and status as security to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed and bewildered by his words, but Jesus said to them again, Children, how difficult it is for those who place their hope and confidence in riches to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man who places his faith in wealth or status to enter the kingdom of God. They were completely and utterly astonished and said to him, Then who can be saved from the wrath of God? Looking at them, Jesus said, With people... As far as it depends on them, it is impossible, but not with God, for all things are possible with God. Peter started saying to him, Look, we have given up everything and followed you, becoming your disciples and accepting you as teacher and Lord. And Jesus said, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, there is no one who has given up a house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or farms for my sake and for the gospel's sake, who will not receive a hundred times as much now in the present age. Houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and farms, along with persecutions and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last in the last first. Mm. I, I love this. So good. This is the thought that I want to ask you, that I want to ask us today to really check our heart. Is there something now you know we would think about the rich young ruler you know and for those of us who don't just have an abundance of money we might be like oh yeah that's a money thing but I don't really have that problem you know but I want to know what it what is it in your life what status what riches what wealth even if it's not in the form of money would you walk away from Jesus sad about because you couldn't follow him if he told you to go and give it up goodness I am, there are a lot of, uh, several people around me right now who are choosing their relationships with a significant other over following Jesus. Yeah. And they're not relationships that are pursuing God. They're literally relationships that are just keeping them in chaos and, and in the world. And there's so many of them surrounding me right now. And I'm looking like, Lord, you know, or like I was speaking to my friend and, you know, some of the reasons why. Um, just the unforgiveness and and the ideas that being hurt by the church has placed in her head, mm. and and so so there's things 
in her life that she wants to keep for herself because she's been hurt, you know? Yeah. And I don't know if it's to protect herself or, you know, so that way no one can hurt her again, you know, if she don't get in those circles and she don't yeah. get surrounded by those people. And so, you know, I, yeah. I, th- I think several times in my life there have been things where the Lord was like, will you give that up? And sometimes I've, I've had to walk away sad and be like, God, I, that's not something I can give up right now. And, but this is what Jesus said. And, and he says, um, it is easier, how difficult it is, he says, to enter the kingdom of God for those who place their hope and confidence in riches or for those who place their faith in wealth or status. Yeah. Mm. What is it that you place your faith in that would stop you from following Jesus? Wow. From giving it up and following Jesus. Hmm. I don't know right now. Hmm. But would I walk away sad? I don't know. Let me think about it. I mean, even think about your daily habits. Mm-hmm. You know, I could say if if it, it would, I mean, not yeah, even just walk away yes, sad, definitely. but that's what I'm saying. There's ha- there's a lot. It's not just like a big thing. It's the daily habits that we be like, I can't give that up, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or that we choose not to give it up yeah. and we choose not to follow Jesus rather than just giving it up and yeah. following him. Yeah. And then I, and then I wonder too, why? Why wouldn't we give it up? Because it's our selfishness. We know his goodness and his grace and his mercy. Because it's a battle between the flesh and the and the and, uh, and it is. Spirit. It is such a battle. It is. That you know, well I can do this, but but I want this and I'm not hurting nothing and we reason it out and try to find ways to get around it and make it look good for us. Yeah. That's true, and and there's a certain level of comfort. Even thinking about the rich young ruler, his wealth was his comfort. Yeah, you know, if I, you know, um, whatever my daily habits are, and I don't know what yours are, you know, it could be um, drinking or smoking or, or you know, gambling or um, just little things. You know, binge watching TV, just things that you know really just maybe they're not terrible until you like indulge in them too much, you know, but they're enough of a comfort that if Jesus says to you, Hey, would you give that up and and go give that up and then come and follow me? Yeah. Would we be able to walk away from Jesus and happily go give it up? I don't know, but I would hope I would, but I don't know that I would. um, I don't know. Cause like mine are, are uh, my nap. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if he told me I have to give up my nap, mm-hmm. I, I I could try. That's all I could do, but I would be sad because that's how I get through the day, mm-hmm. you know, when I should be leaning on him. Mm-hmm. But I rely on the... Right. And and now that's a, that's a fine line, too. And I'm, I'm wondering why you say that, because there's a nap in the sense that you wake up super early, so you right. need that nap to get rest. Yes. So... Why why do you say that? Do you I, feel like there are times that you fall more into laziness with mm-hmm. the nap? Like you depend no, on when the I wake nap? up, I don't want to get up. Yeah. I could just lay there the rest of the day. Gotcha. Yeah. And sometimes I'll lay there for another hour or two or then sometimes I'll make myself get up. So that's where I'm doing Yeah, from, I got you. Okay, that's why I wanted to clarify. Not just for the sleep aspect, but because the 
I just don't want to get up. I'm, I'm checked out. Yeah. And I'm good with that right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Um, so. even something, um, even something that, you know, drinking, Yep. drinking is, is something in, in all of our family. And, you know, I am a social drinker. I do drink socially. And, um, you know, so to, even for me, I don't drink every day. I don't even really care about drinking too much, but I will drink. And so even that question, if he came up to me and was like, okay, go and, you know, give this up and then mm-hmm. come and follow me. Mm-hmm. Am I going to give him excuses about why it can't or why it's, yeah hindering me or why it's not hindering me or would I actually be able to go and give it up and go and follow him that's a good question you know um smoking you know um for me that's a thing you know I do smoke weed and um and although I know that it has its benefits you know it does help me sleep it does help my anxiety if Jesus said hey Mm -hmm. go and give this up Mm -hmm. For the fact that I'm supposed to follow him, the fact that he's supposed to be my source. Right. Because it said in that scripture, those who put their faith in, mm-hmm. do I put my faith in smoking weed for mm. for the, so the anxiety, relief for my yeah. anxiety and sleep? Or do I put my faith in Jesus, yes. you know? Yes. Do I put my faith in my significant other to be able to steer me in the way that God wants me to mm-hmm. go? Or, you know, am I waiting on my significant other to make a move before I can go and make a move and follow Jesus, mm-hmm. you know? Um, am I waiting on somebody else? Oh, if they would get their life right, then that's all I'm waiting for yeah. to go and volunteer at church. Or that's all I'm waiting for to even start going back to a church. Yeah. That's all I'm waiting for to join the church. That's all I'm waiting for to be around people. What is it? Yeah. What great. is it in your life? That brings you to this place where you're face to face with Jesus. And if he said, hey, could you go give this up mm-hmm. and come and follow me? Right. Think about, you know, hobbies. Uh, my brother loves Frisbee golf. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I wonder and I and I will call him and ask him this question. You know, I want to know, you That'd know, if, if you're face to face with Jesus and he says, hey, that Frisbee golf, go and, and give it up and then come and follow me. Right. And I want to know because it's so, it's such a, you know, a time consuming thing, even though he loves it. I mean, he does it all the time. Yes. And we do, we try to reason it though. It's not hurting anybody. Mm -hmm. It's not doing anything. It's not taking away. It's relaxing for me. Right. All these things, we've got all these excuses Mm -hmm. why it's okay. But if Jesus is telling us to do this or asking us, will we give it up? then that, uh, that changes everything. And and it's for a reason, you know, yeah. and it says so that we would come and walk in the, in the path that he's mm-hmm. walking. And the thing is, you know, we always like to think that we know better, mm-hmm. but you don't know what you're missing. You don't yes, know sir. what could fill that time gap yes, if right. you actually did give those things up. Yes. You don't know what could fill that space in your spirit if you actually did give those things up. Yes. You don't know what next level that he might have you to be elevated on or what doors... He might have to open for you if you would just give that thing up, you know, um, even, you know, and I'm going to say this because I know tons. I'm I'm one of them. Y'all, I'm one of them. But even thinking about something like coffee and how many people love coffee, I mean, are obsessed with coffee. Bible believing, you know, there's nothing wrong with coffee, guys. But I'm just saying for people who love it so, 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 so much. Or maybe it's your energy drink or maybe it's your candy bar that you eat every day or. Whatever your guilty pleasure is, you know, whatever it is, yep. if you came to Jesus, and, and the reason why it's so important to ask this question 
is because you have to do a heart check. Mm-hmm. We have to find the roots in our heart. Mine's the five-hour energy drink. Mm, yeah. I, yeah. I use that to get up every day. Yeah. I don't drink any energy drinks anymore, and I don't drink coffee yeah. only once in a while. But yeah. that would be it because I don't want to. I I don't I don't wake up so good with that. Yeah, yeah. In my mind. Yeah. But maybe I should try not and see how I wake up. You know, and it, and it's just about replacing it. You know, because it's not about just giving things up. Mm-hmm. It's about replacing them yes. with Jesus. Yes. And that's a big thing. Even whenever you fast, you know, a lot of yes. people fast just to fast. But the whole mm-hmm. part about fasting is whatever you remove is that you replace it with Jesus. Yes, you increase your study yes. time, your worship time, your prayer time. You know, your listening yes. time. Every time you're having a a craving, or you're wanting to give in, or you're wanting mm-hmm. to not be fasting, then you step into the word of God and yes. you step into to spending communion yeah. communion with God and, and around people who believe and yeah. love the Lord. And um and so that's it for our lives too, you know, and it just makes me think, you know, that we, we have to do those heart checks because man, Jesus is Lord and and yeah. He is the one and the He is the only one. He is, you know, as almighty and as as majestic as he is, he is the only one that deserves to sit on the throne of that's our hearts. Right. And as humans, we have a habit of continually putting other things up there with them. Everything, the new that comes along, I will try that. And that exactly. becomes a habit. Yeah. Yes. And, and But the Bible says that you shall have no other God before That's me. Right. And although we might not be talking about an idea in our heads about, you know, us having a God like Zeus or, uh, you know, Buddha or any of these other people. Mm-hmm. And we might not be that extreme to where you're putting any of these other gods before him. Mm-hmm. An idol is a God. Yeah. And an idol is anything that you put before Jesus. That's right. So anything that you were going to go to Jesus and all of a sudden, oh, I have to do this first. Yeah. Or, oh, let me do this real quick. Or or if you don't do it, then you know that, oh, this is going to be a problem. Or, or oh, right. I can't really give that up. Yeah. It's an idol. It's something sitting on your heart that is sitting in the same place as the Lord. Mm-hmm. And And there's no room for that in the kingdom of heaven. And it's not because... He doesn't love us. It's actually because he does love us. It's actually because he does want the best for us. Because his heart is for us. You know, his promises for us are yes and amen. And these idols and these things that come and try to burrow themselves in our heart. They are things that really hinder us from walking in the full out favor of God. From from fully walking in what God has called us to. It says in that verse... Those who give up their mother, their father, their sister, their brothers, their farms, whatever it is, that you will reap over a hundred times yes. what it is that you gave up. Right. Not only here on this earth, but also in the afterlife, in the That's eternal right. life, you're going to reap those things that you gave up. Amen. There will be a benefit That's for right. giving these things up if you would just trust in God yes. and put your faith in God and understand that he is worth it. That's right. Thank you, Lord. The sacrifice that he made alone, that God, he took my place. Yes. You know, he took my sin, you know, he took, and I heard someone say, you know, you know, everyone always says, you know, well, even if it was just you, you know, he would have died for me, but you know, but also you have to understand that your sins alone were enough for him to have to die. Yeah. You know, yep. your sins alone, not just your sins and everyone else, That's your good. sins alone. When you look at that, that it shifts good. it up a little bit like, yeah, oh, yes. shoot, my sins alone, my lies, you know, whatever, even, the, you know, even if things that you don't think are that big, yeah. you know, my, whatever little thing it is, yes. my sins, if you do something that you know is not right, but you do it anyway, the Bible considers that a sin. That's right. 
And so those things that may be a sin, they were enough to nail him Mm -hmm. to the cross, Mm -hmm. even if it was just mine. Yeah. And nobody else's. Right. It was enough for him to have to die. Right. And, and and to be reconciled. So that way we could be reconciled to God. So I want you guys to ponder that this week. That's really honestly what I'm chewing on this week. I'm like, Lord, yep. what is it, God? We all have things. What is it, Lord, that I'm like, mm, I don't think I can give that up. Mm-hmm. Or that I feel like I would walk away from Jesus and be sad. Because I just know that that's something I will not give up. I've seen so many people fall on the faith because they won't give it up. But just to think that you would walk away from Jesus. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and and also, and this is the thing too, because, you know, a lot of the people that I've spoken to, you know, they don't consider it walking away from Jesus because in their own mind, they still talk about Jesus or, you know, it's not like they just stop believing. They got it all figured out. <laughs> yeah, but you can tell in their actions. You can tell in where they're spending their time. You can tell in what they're doing. Listen to how they talk. That you, you're you walking away from Jesus. It's yeah. evident. The fruit of your life yes. is evident. Yes. And the Bible says that how will they know who the children of God are? They will know you by your fruit. That's right. And Absolutely. when the season changes and your fruit starts getting dried up because... You've detached yourself from the places that God has called you to, and you've put yourself in situations that yeah. God has not called you to go into. That's right. They will know you by your fruit. That's right. And so that's my question for you all this week to ponder. That's a good question too. In your growth, is yes. what area of life mm. would you not give up for Jesus? What have you put your trust and your focus in? More than Jesus. What would grieve you? What do you pick over Jesus? Yeah. And and what would you walk away and say, man, I just can't give this up. And to go follow Jesus. I just couldn't do it. Mm -mm. Wow. That's just. That's quite. It's quite a thing to chew on. Something to process this week. So I didn't have a lot for you guys today. That was was a lot. That was a mouthful. But that was a lot. Yeah. That was a lot. And I wanted, you know, on this, on this journey of growth. I want to make sure that you understand, you know, that, man, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Yes, that's right. It's him. It's it's in him that we live and move and have our being. Everything that we are is because of him. That's every right. breath that we breathe out, every breath that we inhale is because of him. That's right. It's, it's literally, we are dependent on him for our every breath. Amen. And... We take that for granted, but he is worthy. He is worthy of everything that we have. He is worthy of our complete surrender. And when we walk in the complete surrender, then we get to to step into those places where Jesus talked about that you will do greater works Mm -hmm. than I did on earth. You know, that the signs, wonders, and miracles that followed Jesus, that he himself prophesied and declared that we would do greater works than he did. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. That's so good. Greater works should follow us, those that believe and those that are fully surrendered. And if they don't follow us, then we have to ask ourselves, okay, Lord, where's our heart at? Mm-hmm. And what is it that we're missing that we're not able to walk into the fullness of the authority that you right. called us to walk mm-hmm. into? Yeah. That was really good. Bless the Lord. Yeah. Well, we love you guys. We got some thinking to do and some stuff to look at. Some processing, and, yes. and I and I hope that you guys are encouraged. Look in your heart. Absolutely, I hope that you you 
take an inventory of your life. Mm-hmm. Take an inventory of your day at work. Yes. Take an inventory of your car rides, what mm-hmm. you listen to, who you talk to. Uh, take an inventory of what you're doing on your phone yes. or on your computer. What you're looking at, what you're spending time on, mm-hmm. social media, um, you know, it, things you're not supposed to do, right. people you're not supposed to talk to. You know, whatever, uh, when you're at home and you're not doing anything, you know, or when you're just whatever, each each moment of your day, just take an inventory around you and see yes. and check it out. And, you know, let us hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact me at Cresha Joe. Contact me at Bonnie Rodriguez. Or you can message us at Ladies Talk Podcast yes. on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. We would love to have this conversation deeper if you could share the things that maybe you're struggling with walking away from That's or... Right. Uh, whatever's standing in your way of following Jesus. We would love to hear about it. Absolutely. You can also email us. We do have an email at ladies talk podcast three. That's the number three at gmail.com. And, you know, send your testimony or send whatever it is God's doing in you and um, working out in you. So, yes. And we don't uh, want to judge you. We just want to let There's you. no judgment. We just want to no be there through the good. Yeah. To encourage you in the bad and walk with you through the ugly. That's right, because we're walking That's the same right. path, y'all. We're, we're on the same journey. You all, just yeah, as uh, anybody, yeah. I should say. And uh, yeah. And if we said we weren't, we'd be lying. That's true. That's so. so true. That's one of the reasons we do this podcast. Absolutely. Your life as it comes at us. We're honest. We're just put it out there. What's going on with us, and and to continue to put our situations in in. in Put ourselves in situations where we can grow. Yes. Where we can yes. grow in God. Where yes. we can die to ourselves. Where we can follow him and what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and we look forward to uh, seeing what God does in Amen. us and through us as yes. we continue to give ourselves heart checks and, and follow him. Amen. So, well, we love you guys. And I pray. Let me just pray over you guys yes. real quick and then we will end it. So, Lord, I thank you, God. Yes. Lord, that you have given us this. Uh, topic for a reason God that Lord there are things in our hearts and in our lives God that do not serve us for the kingdom of heaven that do not do us justice for what your purpose is and what you're calling us to do God so Lord I ask for awareness God in our in our minds and in our hearts of what those things are and I ask God for strength that only you can give us God to be able to surrender those things to you lord that your transforming power god would would come in and wreak havoc in our lives god that we would know what it is to surrender and to be led by you lord have your way in our life had your way in each and every person listening to this life lord thank you lord that you would be magnified god we love you and we praise you in jesus name Amen. 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 All right. Well, we love you guys. And we will see you next time on Ladies Ladies Talk Talk Podcast. Podcast.